Troops, here we are. It's a Sunday. We're still in the middle of this lockdown madness, but it's all about making the most of the situations that you find yourself in. Uh, I've scoured the world of social media and I've found <laughs> another absolute missile, another woman on a mission. Um, it seems to be all about women on a mission at the moment. It's Nicole. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Um, tell the world what businesses you have uh, and why you're taking over the world. Ah, taking over the world. So, um, yeah, my name's uh, Nicolette and I'm a personal trainer. Yeah. Um, but I've established my business online mainly. So, um, although I have face-to-face clients, I do a lot of social content and stuff like that, free content for clients. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the business is called Nico Fit UK. Um, and I also do food and calorie counted recipes at Nico's Kitchen. Wow, there's a lot to take in. Um, <laughs> your PT business, how has it changed in the new climate of COVID-19 and social distancing. I know you probably like to social distance from some people as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been practicing it for years. <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously straight away the gyms were closed. That was a couple of Fridays ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of pondered that weekend whether or not it would be worth setting up outdoor boot camps or going to people's houses and doing uh, the odd PTs. And before lockdown came into play, I think, most of the country would have known that that was going to come in anyway, considering yeah. what happened across Europe. So um, I didn't really put any time into setting anything up like that. And I put a statement out straight away to my clients saying just that, that I'm not going to set up any home PTs. We'll just kind of ride this out. And I'm here to do a home. Everybody's got a free home plan to work to that I sent out to all my current clients. Yeah. And then, yeah, everybody's on hold. I've had a couple of clients that have stayed on to do FaceTime PTs. So that's been all right. And I've still been able to do a few online nutrition plans. I think, people who haven't been clients before yeah. are reaching out at the minute to get some home support because they just don't really know what they're doing. So yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm not necessarily working. You yeah. know, I usually do like a 40, 50 hour week. So um, wow. I'm welcoming the break a little bit as well. So as someone who's um, self-employed, how are mm-hmm. you finding it sort of financially? I know the government have um, helped pretty much everyone out. I think they've gone them beyond the call of duty but i know there is some people who have sort of fallen into some loopholes where they sort of don't get the help or the grants so how are you finding that process yeah i should when june comes all self-employed people will get the grant and i've got a great accountant and she sent out all the information without me having to go searching for it which i weren't expecting so that's helped a lot but um i actually should have been driving to las vegas today with my boyfriend we should have been in america um wow. so although it's a bit bittersweet but obviously i'd saved up for that holiday um, and because it was a, a tour of the west coast of America, I'd say quite a good lump of money that yeah, I wanted yeah. to spend while I was out there, especially in Vegas. So I've got at least enough money to fall back on at that point. But yeah, we should get some help in June. I'm, I'm, I'm not worrying too much about it. I've, um, I'll just take it as it comes. We'll see what happens. I, I don't. I'm trying not to plan. I'm a big planner, and this whole COVID nineteen has definitely thrown a spanner in the works for me. I'd usually mm. be planning like weeks and weeks ahead. And at the minute, we can't really plan more than 24 hours ahead. So just going to see what happens. I've got some savings, so it's all right <laughs> if I need it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you can go out on the lash, is it? Uh, you can't go no. out, and, you know, realistically. Um, obviously, we should all be staying indoors anyway, unless you have to go for the essentials. Um, so spending money, realistically, you can't, unless you're on the Amazon beast in it, um, no, you, the you truth is, right? <laughs> I don't ever drink. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend last night, we worked out, we spent 90 quid on alcohol this week <laughs> going out and buying bottles of gin, bottles of whiskey, bottles of wine. Wow. And 
Um, I think my my whole kind of day to day routine has changed loads. I'm just just like I say, I feel like I'm because I'm not on holiday. I think I'm like, oh, so I should be on holiday now anyway. Let's have a drink. So you, so you're in you you you're in that mindset. Um, how how much support do you have to give your your clients and are you mindful over this time where the longer this goes on, people people will naturally trail off, people will lose um, motivation. It feels like it's the shit is like the shit version of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it feels um, to me. To be honest, clients at the minute are needing more mental support and just chatting to you than they do the mm. kind of PTs or talking about nutrition. Like I'm literally messaging clients all day, every day. Um, yes. where a lot of them are saying they're struggling one with not having a routine or being stuck in the house obviously I think that's quite a common one um, I think some people at first their the worry was that they were going to put weight on or fall out of love with working out but I think I, I'm very much a realist with my clients and that's how I kind of grew my client base from the start I weren't marketing to the world I was marketing locally and nice. um you know, just talking to very real, very normal people um, in the local area. And I just said to me, you know, this is just not a normal situation. Don't beat yourself up about it. I'm, I've completely taken myself away from checking in, looking at my body, weighing mm. myself, seeing how clothes fit, taking pictures. Like, I'm not doing it because it's not a normal situation. And we don't need to necessarily adapt to it forever. Just adapt yeah, yeah for now and just take each day that comes enjoy the time at home you've not got any commutes there's no five o'clock starts in the morning you haven't yeah. got to prep your meals if you don't want to um i'm trying to remain active but it's not for aesthetics i'm just doing it because i like to get fresh air into my lungs and i've got arthritis and torn meniscus in my knee so for me it's good to be mobile oh, um wow. so you know i've completely changed how i'm looking at it and that's how i try and talk to my clients really and, and try and get them to Looked at it in the same way. Do you know, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. If you can come out of this, if the worst thing is you come out of COVID-19 and you've put a bit of timber on, then that's not, that's not... It's not a bad thing. The thing is, there's going to be no, no holidays this summer, no beer gardens, no day sessions, no parties. So mm. really, you don't need to look your best. Just yeah. get through this mentally and, you know, just get ready. You know, it's a good time to be... I keep saying to my clients, why don't you go on Groupon? You know, if you're really stuck for stuff to do, go on Groupon. They've got a ton of online courses if you want to get a new skill, especially look at nutrition. There's tons of nutrition courses and it's a way for my clients to learn more about what I know. And then, I, you know, I'll tell them, try cooking, look at my Nico's kitchen, get a recipe off there, kill a couple of hours. Making yeah, do, well, every day. You, you brought it up there, Nico's kitchen. Let's talk about, Nico's obviously you've kitchen. got a, yeah, you've got a, you've got a, a passion for food and a passion yeah. for, good food um where does that come from i just love my food i'm a big <laughs> foodie um i eat out probably five six times a week Mo mostly breakfast uh, and brunch i go out with my sister-in-law and the girls and we'll go out for brunch because i've got a nephew so I try to spend time with him and um me and boyfriend will go out for dinner at least once a week hopefully and um but yeah i've always been into food i'm not i'm like a fat girl in a slim body really <laughs> i i have to train <laughs> because I eat so much that's the truth and you know yeah. my friends and and people around me will, will always say I don't know how you can eat that much but I don't know anyone that can eat as much as you can me my dad and my brother are just like bottomless pits um <laughs> and my mum doesn't eat a lot but um yeah my dad likes to cook my mum likes to bake I've got the cooking off my dad I'm not a big baker so nice <laughs> um and obviously 
is this one of the things with your clients? Um, calorie calorie counting, my fitness pal, in versus mm-hmm. out. Is this what you promote? Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's not easy, and I know that going through two cuts. And I did a cut years ago as well. I think I, I went to New Zealand for a month when I were 27. So I did one leading up to that using a different personal trainer. Yeah. Um, this is before I ever got into it. And um, yeah, I try and I try and promote that as the most simplest way of managing. Um, obviously, your weight, whether you want to put muscle on or lose fat, whatever you want to do, it all comes down to calories in versus calories out. But it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not as easy as people say. It's a total mindset change that has to happen. You mm. can't just be like, right, I'm going to diet. That's it. It's not, it's not as simple as that. I know mm. that. I struggle to diet. That's why when I did my competition the second time at end of the year last year, yeah. um, because I was coming up to being 30, I was like, I want to lose some weight, but I won't do it without that goal. So the competition was six days before I turned 30. And I'm like, perfect. I'll do that. Wow. So, <laughs> so you put yourself, for those, who, for those who obviously don't know, you do um, Bikini Pro. Yes. Uh, model which um obviously we we know each other through rebecca and mm-hmm. that whole process is brutal isn't it um yeah. it not is. just physically but um, mentally brutal because you're putting mm-hmm. your image and body shape to be judged which in yeah. the current climate um is a very seems to be a very very hard thing to do um so fair play to you for that um when you when you do that do you have, do you have like a, a last meal sort of thing before that whole process starts or you just you just say right I'm on it and I, and I dive straight in I did the first time so I did two competitions last year I started a prep in January and I started a prep in August yeah um the one in January I got a co-op um family sized cheesy pasta microwave meal right <laughs> and I chucked it in microwave and I think it took me about 90 minutes to get through it all I'd put it down and come back to it put it down come wow. back to it um, and then this time I was in um, Dublin the weekend before um, with my boyfriend and I said to him, you know, on the, on the way home, I want to have everything on the way. I want to have chocolate. I want to have this, that, other. But I didn't. I just ended up having it. It was the one, like the first time in months that I was just like breakfast, lunch and dinner and that was it. Um, or breakfast, dinner, tea, depending on where yeah, you're yeah. coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Whatever. It were, I, think, I think we had, we might have had a takeaway, but it weren't anything obscene. So... But yeah, that were it. I think this second prep, I did it myself. I didn't have a coach, so um, I could be a little bit more flexible. So there weren't as much pressure with my food. I had a few nicer meals, like I made homemade curries or homemade pizzas and stuff and still managed to shift quite and, a ton um, of weight. What, what is it that we struggle with um, as human beings with this whole losing weight thing? Is it because bad food is just so readily available? I think so. I think it comes down to accessibility. And I've said this before, it's like with smoking and drinking, for example, there's an age limit on it. Mm. If you put an age limit on buying bad food, there wouldn't be as much of a epidemic. There'd probably be people sneaking it. But if say alcohol and cigarettes didn't have an age limit on, you'd have a child epidemic of smoking or drinking because mm. children would have alcohol. I used to try and get alcohol and fags when I was 12. Do you know what I mean? So, but it's a lot harder. So it's the accessibility and that's it, you know, food and chocolate and cakes and stuff became so readily available a couple of decades ago that anyone can just get in yeah I think it does come down to that and it's so good it's so tasty and and it's an emotional uh problem for a lot of people as well emotional eating and it's Mm. um I wouldn't say it's necessarily it it depends how you look at it I wouldn't say it's necessarily self-destructive but I think some people can end up using it like that I don't know everyone's different aren't they 
Yeah, no, and and I I probably used the wrong there, word there when I said bad food because technically there's no such thing as bad food. It, it, it's quantity of food, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And and very clever um, weight loss companies have, have have used great marketing to say that a pizza is is bad food. Technically, mm-hmm. it's not because it's all about realistically what we talk about, isn't it? In versus out. Yeah. Um, a, a, I mean, a big. A big pizza could actually be a hell of a sort of my fitness pal macro boost, couldn't it? Um, yeah, I think um, the other way I've been able to kind of relate to quite clients quite easily as well, and again locally, not trying to reach too far. Um, not only have I done these last two, uh, this last year doing the two competitions, but I have struggled with binge eating in the past. I had I had a really serious binge eating disorder, yeah. and that was off oh, the well. back of that original shred I did just before I went to New Zealand when I was twenty seven. And yeah. that cut that I did with the girl back then was um, crazy. Like, I didn't know how bad it was until I did my own training. And I think I worked out I was eating like a 1,000 calories a day, but I was training about 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it made me really, you know, it was just meant to be like a little diet, but I lost my periods. And then off the back of that, I went to New Zealand about two days after that cut had finished. Well, I just ended up going absolutely ballistic the whole time I was in New Zealand. I was on my own. So I had nobody to kind of control that. And I was just <laughs> traveling from north to south. So I was on a bus a lot of the time. Snacking. And oh, the food I was consuming. I, I must have been spending about 15 quid a day on food, on snacks, just eating and eating and eating. And like at the breakfasts at the hotel, I'd wrap up like two or three sandwiches. And I'd eaten before 10 o'clock on way down <laughs> to the next city. So that was something I was always really honest about when I first started, as well as talking about the fact that I can relate to that. Because I know when I put it out on social media, the reaction I get to that, the amount of people that struggle with binge eating or mm. at least think they're binge eating, maybe. A lot of people think they're binge eating because they've eaten a McDonald's, but that's not binge eating. No, no. Do you think, um, yeah. so over that two-week period of you being in New Zealand, did you could you physically see that you'd put weight on? Oh, yeah, none of my clothes fit. I was really? like living in baggy shorts, baggy jumpers. Yeah, I just put all my weight. I came back, I think, I think I'd only lost £10 doing that court in 10 weeks. And I came back, I put about two stone on. Wow. I mean, And it's... then I struggled for months and months. I would have like, because I didn't know at the time that that plan I was doing was so bad. Yeah, I would yeah. go back on it for two to three weeks. Then I'd binge for a week, then go back on and then up binge again. And then I thought, this isn't right. You know, I started getting to a point, you won't believe it. But um, I actually tracked in my fitness pal how much food I'd consumed in snacks alone one day. Luckily, I, I was working in an office at the time and, you know, we were all laughing about it at work. Oh my God, why haven't you stopped eating? Why haven't you stopped eating? And in one day in snacks alone, I consumed 15,000 calories <laughs> in one day. And Jesus then I was like, right, Christ. I really need to look at this because I've tracked it in my fitness pal and it said, if you continue eating like this, you will be 17 and a half stone in five weeks. So I'm like, wow. oh my God. So I started looking into it, learned about binge eating disorders and the second I kind of brought my calories up every day and reduced my output, my training, my periods came back, the binging stopped, everything got under control. Wow. And then that was one of the driving forces to me wanting to then get into uh, personal training and nutrition more so because I thought nobody needs to go through that. And I, you know, I trusted that trainer. And I think a lot of people do trust the trainers. You just do as you're told a lot of the time. Um, yeah. And it's very scary that there's people out there that can be regulated to do stuff like that. Wow, I mean that's um, that's you know thanks for telling us that because like that is unbelievable. Um, mm. Fifteen thousand calories. I mean, <laughs> I had twelve bananas in one day. That was part <laughs> of the binge. Twelve bananas. <laughs> you're on, you're on that King Kong diet there, aren't you? you know I mean? 
the ultimate bulk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've always been, you know, I've always been really open and honest about stuff Fair like this. Player. When I'm doing my cuts, my competitions, I'm honest about everything I go through, you know, all the ups and downs. And I think it becomes relatable to people then, which is a good niche for me, really. Wow. Um, I'm just trying to think, obviously, it's like your body went from, from um, famine, like so restricted to like this binge over the two week period. I wonder if your body just went, fuck, I know what we're doing and just yeah. didn't know how to, how yeah, to cross, well, do you know what I mean? Just didn't know how to, what we're, because if you've gone I from am, a thousand I'm, calories a day, that's... Oh, it ridiculous. I were, I'm all in, you see. So if I'm doing something, I'm doing it a hundred percent. And I used to yeah. sit at work doing this cut that she put me on. And I used to cry. I used to be crying in office because people would bring cakes and they were like, I can't have it in. They're like, oh my God, you're literally just dieting for a holiday. What are you doing to yourself? Like, it's not that extreme. You don't need to be that extreme. But yeah, and then um, obviously worked out. I'm five foot ten. Um, and yeah. generally I sit around 11 and a half stone. So eating a thousand calories a day and then training that much just isn't healthy at all. I never did that when I competed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it was definitely a learning curve. So I guess I can always say to my clients, you know, I know how it feels to be binging. I also know it, know how it feels to commit to a diet and yeah, yeah it's a good, it's nice to understand that. Well, one thing that's fascinated me at the moment in the current climate, obviously we're very limited to, what we can do when we go out. So you, you know, this hall, you can go out for an hour exercise. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen that everyone has joined Strava. Um, even Boris Johnson's joined Strava. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, running doesn't suit everyone, does it? And if no. you, if you're a big lad or lass, um, actually just putting a set, set of running shoes on, which, you know, which you bought from sports direct the week before we went into lockdown did he fit properly? Have you got, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. And I think there's a lot of people going to get shin splints, knee problems, hip problems, ankle problems, because they've gone from, I don't know, the normal gym life, spinning, those types of classes into pounding the road. Like, Mm -hmm. or, you know, I I know someone who's trying to run a marathon and I'm like, it's brutal on the body to run a marathon on road. Like that is a lot of impact. And you need to realistically be as, light as you can be to take all the impact off your knees um would you say running is probably not a great way to start a a journey if you're sort of really unfit and you sort your body's completely out of that whole yin and yang of fitness i think going into it thinking you could run a marathon out of nowhere yeah is definitely detrimental one to your body and two to your mind because you'll go out and try and do it and be like crap can't do this Mm. and it'll probably put you off and i think that's that's the same with anything in the fitness journey like you can't just throw yourself in I think a lot I put a post on my Instagram the other day about it saying people go all in straight away instead of just making one or two little lifestyle changes because people want immediate results but actually Mm. a lot of the time to be able to do something so full bore immediately is quite often fails and then it'll leave you feeling very demotivated um, but yeah, running, I love to run, but like at the minute, because I know I've put some weight on during this quarantine, I'm not running because it, I've got bad knees, mm. bad shins. It, I find it harder to run. So I'll just go out and walk. I love walking, you know, take it all in, go for an hour. Don't really plan where I'm going. I'll just walk for an hour and try and come back. You burn about 450, 500 calories. Yeah. What walking um, is, is a perfect, is a perfect way to lose timber because it's low, it's low impact. And if, and if you can put a rucksack on your back, um, mm-hmm. you know, we were put on this earth. That's what we did. That's how, that's how we got about. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, and yeah. 
you got like I always sort of say to people, if you think about tarmac roads, mm-hmm. our bodies we, we we didn't do that. We used to run in in the fields, in the mountains, and that them hard surfaces like like a tarmac road or the or the path. We're not used yeah. to that, and we haven't adapted our body hasn't adapted, and that's why loads of people get sort of um, foot problems. I mean, a at the moment we're all adapting and. I've gone on a big running thing because I'm running a 60 miler in September. If it doesn't get cancelled. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but before this lockdown, I was up to like, mm, I'd like to say sort of 18 miles comfortably, like a comfortable mm-hmm. 18 miles. Um, I can't, I can't do that at the moment with a time period. Um, no. so I've gone for, I've gone for speed over distance. And like yesterday I, I ran a 5k PB which I haven't run a 5k pay. What did you get? Uh, 22 dead. Jeez, that's rapid. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to put it out there. I had I had another 30 seconds off that because I, I afterwards when I with all this like weaving around people and social distancing, yeah, yeah. there was a bit where I had to like <laughs> weave around the world to get past this group of people. That's um, rapid. And do you know what? I reckon, uh, and now I've said to myself, I'm going to see if I can go sub 20. Like I've yeah. set a real bar. Um, sub 20 would be flying but no it's, it, it, you, you raised some great points and, and we talked just before we come on the podcast I'm interested in food but I'm interested in what sort of foods we can be eating like now um, to help boost the immune system because obviously um, there is this virus kicking around out there and um, your body has to be strong from the inside first doesn't it before you can worry about the strong from the outside bit yeah absolutely and it's hard at the minute as well to be in good food routines I think again it comes back to that kind of emotional feeling a bit crap everybody wants to eat chocolate or you know I've been eating a lot of pizzas and pastas and there's like you said there's nothing wrong with them in moderation and um, but they're not homemade they're not fresh they're out of boxes took from the freezer because I just can't be bothered I cook all the time and I'm like I can't be bothered so again I can understand that people won't want to necessarily eat good but yeah obviously as much whole food as you can eat nutrient-dense foods um superfood so lots of green stuff you know yeah um smoothies are a great way to get your vitamins in but you could take a vitamin tablet every day obviously food's a lot better for you if you can get it in that way yeah. but yeah everything that's not kind of saturated refined um out of a box out of a freezer <laughs> which is a bit hypocritical coming from me but yeah i mean we've got all time at world so for people who don't typically cook because they're short on time try it try cooking it's a good way to kill a bit of time and I think you get a lot of um, satisfaction from learning to cook and cooking your own meal, not only from the taste, but you can feel proud of yourself as well. I New think it gives you por- bag. Yeah, it gives you portion control as well, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. When you physically see what's going in. And yeah, and you can actually get, if you make your own food, you can get so much more volume. Like I yeah. don't typically cook with oil or anything like that, and that saves you a ton of calories. Um, yeah, yeah. Oils. So you can, you know, if you make it fresh yourself, you, you save so many calories from buying it out of a box, like say, or as a ready meal or something. You can make, you can get a lot more volume and fill your belly a lot easier. So when when your clients come come to you, what is it predominantly women or predominantly men or is it a split? Predominantly women, um, yeah. and my demographic on Instagram is about a seventy percent split women to men as well. Right. which is, um, I don't necessarily market to women. I don't say, oh, women, come and work with me. I, I do have a few male clients, and um, yeah. they tend to, I've got some long-term male clients. But, yeah, it's generally women that do come to me, um, which is nice. It's nice to think that I can appeal to, to females. Yeah. Um, what, 
what normally is the goal that people are looking for? Weight loss, usually. Weight, weight loss. loss. Most people say abs and, ah. um, yeah, <laughs> and to grow abs. the bums. I want abs. Get Did, that a lot. You know, and I'm always honest about abs. Like, I don't, I don't get abs until I'm about four weeks out from my competitions, which is, you know, 14 weeks of extreme dieting and exercise. And, yeah, a lot of time it's to do with where you start from with your weight and stuff. You know, somebody slim comes to me and says, I want abs, you could probably achieve it. But I think a lot of people get mixed up between abs and a flat stomach. Like most people actually just want a flat stomach. Like, do you want veins and, mm. and ab uh, abdominal separation and stuff? Or do you just want a flat tummy? Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy to think that we, we value fitness as abs. Yeah. Because that means you've got obviously a low body fat percentage um, yes. to, to show we've all got abs everyone's got abs yeah it's what sits in front of them and mm -hmm. what what percentage is there like a golden rule of percentage that you have to get down to before your abs will start to show it's got to be no, low soon it would be low but like um the first time i competed i was a lot leaner than this last time and i only got to 16 percent body fat which is still athletic for a woman yeah. Um, it's still a good, a low level of body fat. Um, but like the last time I competed, I had abs and I was 21%. But I weren't wow. as lean. You could see my abs, but I weren't as lean. I didn't have, I weren't vascular where I was in my first prep. Well, and, and, and obviously this comes from, um, I think it comes from shows. And, and, and to be honest with you, I quite like it. Love Island. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it comes from, um, it comes from shows like that, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. sort of certain body types, um, the lads always kind of look similar, the same, and, and then the women are obviously um, along the mould. And, and I feel like we're trying to say that that's what beauty is, or that's what yeah. how you should how you should look. I, and it's like, sorry, I'm I, just going to say I'm so glad I'm not a teenager or a young adult in this day and age. Like I'm so glad yeah. I just missed the social media hype. Like mm. just missed our age group because yeah. um, it. When I first got Instagram and stuff, like most girls and guys get it for, you start following these people that you aspire to look like, you know, these really lean, ripped up, yeah. absolute monsters in the gym. They love training. They love eating well. They've got, like, the best people in the world working for them. And then as I got older and I got to this, you know, I was telling you earlier yeah. about, yeah, um, yeah. I got to 23 and life got amazing. And, you know, yeah. I started getting more confident. And, yeah, as soon as I reached that, I was like, why am I following these people? Because I'm never going to mm. look like them. These girls are, like, five foot two the waists are like the size of a small dinner plate. Like I'm never yeah. going to look like them. And I started unfollowing him and that was a really healthy thing to do for me back then. And now I can look at people and I can appreciate the work that goes into the bodies, but I don't feel like I've pined to look like them. Where I think yeah, a no, lot of young people are still stuck in that wanting to look like these people that it's just, it's just probably never going to happen for them. Yeah. And what they, what they don't tell you is um, prior to this show, they went through a 12 week boot camp where, oh, where yeah. they had, beauticians, fashion, PTs, mm -hmm. like they had the, they had the works, do you know what I mean? It's, it's very, <laughs> you've got to watch it and, and sort of just think, yeah, but they're not doing a normal day to day life. So for me yeah. to, get, to, to aspire to look like whoever, um, it, it, it's not, it's not realistic. And I always yeah. feel, and you're right. Like I'm, I'm 36 or so like, I'm the same as you. Like I miss the sort of this whole, you've got to look a certain way and you've got to have designer tattoos. Like, do you know what I mean? How about you can just have a bit of a crack and, and be a bit be a bit fun? Yeah, um, it must be tough. It must be really hard for young people. I do feel for them because mm. you know there is a certain if you're not if you're not this type of person, then you're nobody in a lot of mm. in a lot of ways for these millennials. <laughs> yeah, and everyone everyone's 
everyone's faking it till you make it, and I and mm-hmm. I see and I see right through it straight away. Like you, you, you probably get it a lot. Um, I sort of get it a bit where people like message me saying you can buy sort of ten thousand Instagram followers for a thousand quid, and I'm like, the day I spend a thousand quid on ten thousand Instagram followers, it's over for me yeah. as a human yeah. being. Well, when I first started, when I first started my um, personal training, I had 500 followers on Instagram, which is about as many as I followed as well, mm. and still do. And um, and I, I obviously set myself a target to try and grow my social media. My background is digital marketing, so I already had the oh, kind okay. of, it really, really helped me in trying to grow my business and stuff. It was definitely something that benefited me. Um, and I set myself a target to try and grow my social media by 100 people in 12 months, because that just didn't happen. And I think I managed to double or triple it in that time. So like I got nice. to about 1500 within the first year. And then I'm, well, I think I'm just over 2000, which to me, I'm like, Oh my God, I've got over 2000 followers. But to someone else, I'd be like, oh God, she's a nobody, which is fine. I'm not, I, I put it on my social media before. I'm not trying to market to everyone in the world. I'm happy. You know, I run all my own social media. I run my own little business. Like I probably couldn't take on any more, to be honest. Yeah. In no, terms of a... new followers. No, it's, uh, it's, that's fair enough. Um, we're flying through this, mate. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to go into the questions. So go for it. This is a special COVID-19 five watts. <laughs> um, so everyone's routine has changed. Um, yes. There's very, very few people that doubt got the same routine um, in the current climate. So um, what does your day look like? Well, I now get a lion, which is <laughs> unheard of. Um, my yeah. days usually start at five o'clock every day. So being able to stay in bed till like eight, nine o'clock is just amazing. Um, <laughs> and then generally I'll get up and either have breakfast or go out for a walk. Generally I've been having breakfast first because I can just eat at any point now, but yeah. I'll go out for like an hour's walk and then come home and then I'll probably reply to a few client messages. And then over lunch, I'll be doing my live. I keep doing some live free workouts online on Instagram and Facebook for whoever wants to join them, which have been, uh, quite well received which is nice and I'm really I'm always so nervous about doing them then I usually have a siesta which is <laughs> normal for me when my five o'clock starts by one o'clock I'm dead so I'll go to sleep mm. for an hour or two and then get up and just catch up with family really ring my granddad and ring FaceTime all family FaceTime my nephew my parents and, and the day's gone it just like that straight yeah. through yeah and so then fast. go on Disney then go on Disney plus <laughs> <laughs> now I've been watching that Tiger King on oh. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I think I could do like a Tiger King special podcast. <laughs> he, he appeared on the Louis Farouk program, uh, I think I want to say 2013, 2014. So I was sort of aware of who he was then, but this documentary is absolutely blowing my mind. In the just... I'm only three episodes deep, so yeah. see no, what happens. It, it's... You think every episode, you think it can't get any wilder, but it just, <laughs> it just, it just, it just, yeah. Anyway, um, Joe, Joe Exotic, what a guy! <laughs> Never a boring night out when you. Oh out no, with Joe Exotic. Why have they all got um, like three wives and three boyfriends? That's what I don't get. They do a lot of drugs. Every one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do a lot of meth. Um, that's, what, that's why, yeah. And, and, and I was saying to my friend, like, um, at least I, I don't truly think one of them is actually gay. I think he's just sort of like, he, that he's either lad. there because he, yeah, because he either loves tigers or he loves, loves, loves meth. It's one of the yeah. two. 
Maybe yeah. it's a bit of both. But... Yeah, we were saying that last night. Yeah, we were it... like, all these people, it's like a cult, isn't it? They don't yeah. know what getting drawn into. He was clever because he found riffs and strays and he said, I'll give you a roof and somewhere to work and I'll make you part of a community. When someone's Predator. lost community and you offer them a community, they'll be like, ah, I'm on it. Yeah, and then they become yeah. loyal to you. And that's why no one ever said to him, just chill the fuck out with this Carol Baskin thing because you're going too far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean she's, she's just as mad as he is. She's the opposite of him, but on the other scale, do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's, you know, um, yeah, Carol Baskin, yeah, crazy. I mean, when um, my jaw hit the floor when they started telling you about that, that ex-millionaire husband, they were like, what? Where's this yeah, come from? Yeah, like, yeah. I thought she were like saving grace. Honestly, we're like, what? So yeah, I feel like every episode yeah. going to get better. Yeah, no, it certainly <laughs> does. Um, sort of covered it there, but what workouts are you doing? So um, every one? other day I'm doing the live hit workouts, which yeah. I am fully involved in like I do the whole class instead of coming away from it and being like you guys keep going so I get a really good workout from that um I'm doing my walking and then I'll be honest I've done one resistance session which was a live like body tone style session yesterday um but my weights weren't heavy enough like I still got a good calorie burn but I've done absolutely no resistance training I've got a few bits of weights at home but I've done nothing which is like I, I never usually do that I usually train heavy about four times a week so right. I'll probably lose some muscle mass during this period but it's it'll come it back it will it'll, it'll come. come back that's it it's you yeah. know it might be two months while we're locked away but you've got forever to sort it out so just enjoy nice. it for a while enjoy not lifting for a while <laughs> yeah no it's, that's that's a fair point um third one mate what have you started? Is there anything new that you've started that you've always wanted to do, didn't have the time, and now time is all you have? Yeah, I think these like online workouts, these lives, I'm, although I absolutely shit myself before I do them, like, I'm, it'd be terrifying me. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's... So I'll write the workouts down, and yeah. then I'll go about an hour before, and then I'll go to them, and I think, God, these are going to be really hard. Like, <laughs> and I think I get scared that I'm not going to be able to do it on the camera but I always manage to whether they yeah. look good or not like it kills me a lot of the time but I don't know if it's that or if it's because you worry god I don't know who's watching or mm, you can't see yeah. if people are just looking to know it makes me all nervous I don't know I get really nervous but I actually I've really enjoyed doing them and it's something that I think I'm going to carry on with when we go back to normal and so, then yeah. doing a bit more online coaching as well um I'm definitely a people person and you can tell I can rattle on, but um, yeah. I like speaking to people face to face. So personal training for me is great. Um, I have kind of wanted to dip my toes in the online stuff a little bit more. I do do online nutrition plans um, and workout plans and stuff like that, but I've not really got into it wholeheartedly. So it's been quite nice to do that a little bit, but that's about it really. Other than um, just planning on tidying the house, which I've not done yet. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna get a big clean lockdown. Um, Absolutely, <laughs> spring cleaning. Yeah, my, my spare room is like Monica's cupboard from Friends. <laughs> Everything you just throw it in and shut just... the door. I don't go after it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, fourth one. What have you stopped doing? Um, example for me is I used to go down my favorite coffee shops. Obviously, that's off mm-hmm. at the moment. So, is there anything you've stopped doing? So, other than like my own personal fitness journey because I was on like a little mini cut ready for going to America so I'm not doing check-ins I'm not calorie counting I'm not like I said I'm not looking at my body so personally for me that's something I've stopped doing um but yeah I've stopped planning I used to I'm a big big planner I know I dropped that in earlier but yeah yeah um 
I'm a bit OCD about being so organized about everything. I like to have stuff planned in and I live by a paper diary. I can't cope without having it, you know, to visually look at. So it was, that was, I think that was one of the biggest adjustments for me is thinking, right, just slow down, take every day as it comes. Um, So yeah, I've stopped planning. That's been, and you know what? I think it'll actually do me good just to give my brain a a bit of a rest. (laughs) My mind's like hundred mile an hour all the time. And yeah, it's, it's been nice just to slow down. But what I found is because I'm not planning, I've got nothing like, I'm not getting anything in the diary and thinking I've got to be productive through the week. So I've got time to do that. I'm actually not being that productive day to day. So like that big clear out, I was saying, I was going to do, I ain't even started it. Because I'm like, well, I've got next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, and then before we know it, we'll be back to normal. So yes. it might never, it might never get done. Um, fifth and final one. What's the yep. first thing you're going to do after lockdown's finished? Go see family and friends. Obviously. I think that's the main one for everyone. Isn't it? Um, yeah, I've missed them a lot. I, my parents came round this week to cut the grass, but I've got a fence that goes around the back of the house. Oh, so okay. They came round the back, and I was just through the patio like this, <laughs> waving. And my mum's like, "I want to give you a hug." So, um, yeah, yeah. So it'll be nice. I'm a big family person. I spend a lot of time with my family. So, yeah, go and see them and my friends. One of my friends is actually stuck in Australia at the minute. She's been travelling. Um, so she's made the decision to stay there as it stands um, throughout this. She's in a good position that she, um, you know, she saved a lot of money before she went, so she can not work and there'll be no struggle yeah, yeah. for her, really. She'll be all right in hostels, but yeah, hopefully she'll get home because it's her 30th birthday this year. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I guess probably just reset my routine, get back to normal. That'll be the other thing. Get my holidays rebooked. I've had four holidays and I think three of them will probably get cancelled. They're all booked, so yeah. Yeah, but, I think... I, I don't think we're going anywhere this year. Um, even if the UK comes back round, I don't think. Um, no. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I think it'll be more in the UK, which is great yeah. for me running an outdoor business. Um, so that'll be. Uh, that'll yeah. be spot on. Uh, look, mate, we've gone through it. Um, <laughs> I thank you very much for your time. It's uh, gone so quick. I, I told you. I told you. It. It, it always does. Um, Tell, tell the world where people can find you on social media, websites, both okay. businesses. Nico Fit, N-I-C-O-F-I-T underscore UK is my Instagram handle. And you can find me on Facebook using that as well. And then Nico's Kitchen is linked from the bio on my Instagram. You've, you're <laughs> absolutely, you're absolutely, if you didn't see that, peace signs. Yeah, yeah fit, fit. <laughs> Peace out. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a, a class podcast. Um, very open, very transparent. Um, it's not very often people will be so open and transparent to people who don't know. And when they do that, it shows me they've got a lot of integrity about themselves. Oh, um, thank you. And it shows me that they're, they're like myself, they're the Ron Sill man or woman. They do exactly what it says on the tin. It's mm-hmm. okay to go up and it's okay to go down. Just be honest about it all the time. And, and, and Absolutely. That'll always ring true. Um, look, mate, thanks very much for your time. I'll let you go no, and do that. Um, get that uh, wardrobe started. I've really enjoyed it, actually. No, no, no problem. <laughs> awesome. Cheers, mate. I'll have this out as soon as I can. Cheers. Bye. Bye.